0: Thank you for joining this midweek broadcast here on the Bible Tract Echoes Radio Broadcast. Right out of the gate, we have another prison or inmate testimony to share with you. This time, it's from Sean in Virginia. He says, my name is Sean. I'm withholding the last name for his uh, privacy. He said, I received the tract transformed from a ministry that i'm doing through the mail via correspondence and to whomever that ministry is thank you so very much Let me say first that I can tell you I felt God's presence through the words in that tract. Now, I've been a Christian for a little while, a little over a year now, but I did want to start your discipleship studies, and I would like more gospel tracts so I can let the other inmates read them as well. I'm writing to request all of the Christian material and literature that you can send me Thank you so very much. Walking with Christ, Sean in Virginia. Sean. Thank you so much for using our gospel tracks, for desiring to tell your other friends there in prison about Jesus Christ, or wanting to share the good news of the gospel with those other folks. It's our privilege, it's our pleasure to send you some gospel tracks. Now, if you have never ordered the gospel track called Transformed Yourself, I'm talking to you, our listener out there in the radio world. I don't know where you're listening from, but if you are listening right now, if you've never read the gospel track transformed the story of don price's life from an absolutely no good do, good for nothing type man, to a changed man, one who wanted to live for God and for Christ, if you've never heard that testimony, never read it, then you need to go to BibleTracksInc.org and read that gospel tract today. It just might change your life the way that the gospel changed Don Price's life. Let me welcome you. Let me encourage you. BibleTracksInc.org. Just like Sean, you can read that gospel tract today as well. Now, before we jump back into 1 Kings chapter 20, I think we'll begin reading in verse number four, I believe, verse number four or five of 1 Kings chapter 20. So grab your Bibles and join me there. But before we do that, I'd like to share with you a great song called The Man in the Middle from the good folks over at BibleTruthMusic.com. They've given me access to their entire library to share with you some great music. I hope you enjoy this song today. We bring a song maybe once or twice a week here on the Bible Track Echoes radio program. I hope you enjoy it today. The thought that we're going towards in 1 Kings chapter 20 is this: someone is counting on you. Someone needs your influence. And I'm so glad that you and I have had the opportunity to be influenced by that man in the middle. I hope you enjoy this song from BibleTruthMusic.com.
1: of me praise to that man who died on Mount Calvary the middle man made possible that I might go free. Scenery was dull. Three crosses stood black and bold against a darkened sky. Was not for pain but a broken heart? The midst.
0: What a great song. I hope you enjoyed the message of that song. You can find out more information about getting that song for yourself or getting the entire CD that that song is on, whether physical or digital. You can go to BibleTruthMusic.com. It's from the Hallelujah Singing Volume 5 album. Or if you need more help, just text me directly, 309-316-7240. I'll give you that number one more time, three. Zero nine three one six seven two four zero. Now let's look at first Kings chapter number twenty. Let's read verse number five. And the messengers came again and said, Thus saith Ben Hadad, saying, Although I have sent unto thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver and thy gold, and thy wives, and thy children. Yet I will send my servants unto thee tomorrow about this time, and they shall search thine house, and the houses of thy servants, and it shall be that whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they shall put it in their hand, and take it away. Now we talked about how on Monday we are never outnumbered, even though the army of Syria under the command of Ben-Hadad, that wicked king, were coming against the people of Israel, even though Ben-Hadad had so much of an army, such a big army under his command, God's people were never outnumbered. And we'll unpack more of that later on in the week. But then we saw yesterday on the program that the devil always takes the best. He's not interested in that, which doesn't mean anything to you. He always wants what you consider your best. But today, We're going to look at the fact that someone is counting on you, and sometimes you and I need to stand up for those that are behind us, those that are coming after us, those that count on us. We need to stand up. Continue reading in verse number seven, then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark, I pray you and see how this man seeketh mischief. For he sent unto me for my wives and for my children, for my silver and for my gold, and I denied him not. Now that was a mistake on Ahab's part, but regardless, verse number 8, And all the elders and all the people said unto him, Hearken not unto him, nor consent. The people had more backbone than their leader did, than did King Ahab, wherefore? He said unto the messengers of Ben-Hadad, that put the people of Israel, knowing that the people were behind him, that put a little bit of steel in his spine. And Ahab said this, wherefore, he said unto the messengers of Ben-Hadad, tell my lord the king, all that thou didst send for to thy servant at the first I will do, but this thing I may not do. And the messengers departed and brought him word again. Now let's pause here for just a moment. Let's make a little application here. Ahab was given a choice. He was told by the messengers of Ahab that they were going to take his gold, his silver, his wives, his children, everything that was good. And then Ben-Hadad's servants came to him again. They were commissioned by Ben-Hadad to tell Ahab that I am going to take everything that is pleasant in your sight. Everything that appeals to you at all, they're going to walk through your house, search it out, and take everything everything from you. And for some reason, this was where Ahab got annoyed. This is where he drew the line and he went to the people and said, I can almost imagine the whiny voice that Ahab had. you got to realize that later on in the Bible, he's going to steal a vineyard from Naboth. And this this Ahab guy was bad news by himself. But we can learn how not to do things, sometimes more than we can learn how to do things. So we're learning from the life of Ahab, regardless of his other issues. But Ahab, when he is told by the messengers of Ben-Hadad, That they're going to come in and take everything good from his house. He goes to the people of Israel and says, can you believe this guy? He told me he's going to take my gold, my silver, and all this other stuff. But now he's coming back for more, and it's just too much. And the people say, tell him no. Tell him you're not going to do this thing then. It's obvious to us, Ahab. Tell him no. We'll back you up. Tell him this is unacceptable. So Ahab does that. He finally gets a little steel in his spine and says, Ben, hey, Dad, uh, I know you asked for a bunch of stuff, but then you asked for more stuff, and that's where I'm going to draw the line you can't have anymore. Can we make some application to your life and mine? There is always somebody counting on you that we need to stand up for. And I'm talking from the standpoint of Ahab, what he should have done at the very beginning when Ben-Hadad sent his messengers and said, give me your gold, give me your silver, give me all the goodliest, give me your children. He should have said, step off. He should have said, absolutely not. And don't let the door hit you in the rear end on the way out. Get out of here. Not a chance. You know why? Because I'm going to stand up. Ahab should have said, I'm going to stand up for my wives. I'm going to stand up for my children. I'm going to stand up for that which God has given me. I'm going to stand up for the people of God that I am supposed to be in leadership over because people are counting on me. And Ben-Hadad, you get out of here. That's what he should have said. Finally, finally, Ben-Hadad pushes him far enough. Remember, we mentioned yesterday, when you give the devil an inch, he takes a mile Ben Had pushed him far enough that Ahab was willing to stand up to him. Lord allow it. Please God, would we stand up from the very beginning? Because people are counting on us. So what will you do when you are next faced with a difficult decision? Will you stand up for those that are counting on you? I think you can. I think you will. Join us tomorrow and Friday as we conclude this study in First Kings chapter 20. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for his glory. God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-